What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Minded Podcast. I'm your host Jodine Bryson. In today's episode I've got something slightly different for you um, and I'm going to be discussing self-confidence. I'm going to give you a confidence training based on the four pillars of core confidence which is my ebook which is now available on my website at www.strongmindedcoaching.com. Obviously, normally with my Strong Minded podcast, I take on a guest. I don't have a guest for you today, guys, but I can promise you that the stuff that I'm going to be sharing in today's training is going to be very valuable for you. For those of you that are listening to this podcast on Spotify, I hope you're all doing well out there. I'm also streaming this on Facebook. Uh, on my Strong Minded Brotherhood community, so uh, welcome brothers, hope you're all doing well out there, as well as on my Facebook profile um, and my Strong Minded Coaching YouTube channel. So for those of you that are on my YouTube or on my uh, Facebook, give this, uh, give this video a big like, uh, comment down below, let me know how you are, I really hope you're all doing well out there. Um, and yeah, let's get started. So I think the place that I'd like to start is by giving you a little bit of background and telling you a little bit about who I am. So my name is Jodine Bryson. I am a confidence coach and a personal trainer. I've been in uh, business for about five years now. Um, and in that time, I've worked a lot on my own um, my own personal development. I've worked on my my strengths, on my flaws, on my views, on my opinions, on my beliefs, on my values. Um, anything that to do with personal development, fitness, you know, working on on my habits. All of this stuff that I have uh, spent a great deal of work time working on, and I've brought this all together to to build the foundation of of what I'm bringing with you uh, for you all today which is core confidence okay so the, the the thing about core confidence is <clears throat> that it's something that's happening inside of us so the reason that I want to talk about core confidence specifically and not just confidence in general is because for a long time in my life I was wearing a mask. I was wearing the mask of the perfectionist. I was wearing the mask of the nice guy. And although, you know, I, I developed um, some confidence, um, you know, I was confident uh, socially. I was, I was very good at sport. Um, you know, I got more into fitness and building my physique. You know, um, I developed my business. I did very well academically. All of this stuff was stuff that I created um, on, on the outside of myself, yet when it came down to it, I was still insecure. You know, I was still, I was still unconfident and a lot, you know, some of that is still true, true of today. You know, I still have a lot of stuff that I need to, to work on and work through. But, so the reason that I wanted to jump on today's live video, this live training, uh, and, and teach you guys on how to improve your confidence is because it's had such a transformational impact on my own life. 
Um, confidence is such an important thing to have in life. And one of the, one of the most transformational books that I've read is uh, the, the Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, and he talks about confidence as being made up of two different things. So on one hand, you have uh, competence. And let me just talk to you a little bit about what competence is, because this is what most people see as being confidence. And com competence basically means that it's about your skills, how skilled you are. So you might be skilled in, in social situations. You might be a good communicator. Um, you might be good at making small talk, all of this other stuff, um, which means that you can make friendships, make connections very easily, um, and you come across as being very socially confident. Another example might be um, in the gym. You know, if you if you go to the gym often, you you build your skill up of knowing what you're doing inside of the gym. You know, developing good technique, good form. And slowly but surely, you increase your competence in the gym, and that is what makes you feel confident. All right. Now, as I've already said before, I was doing all of these things in my life, yet underneath, deep down, I was still very insecure um, and, and low in confidence. And that is because of the fact that I was pretending to be a different person than what I really am. You know, I wasn't expressing myself authentically. I wasn't being vulnerable, I wasn't being emotional, I wasn't being sensitive. And honestly, I was actually going to not turn up to today's training, but I thought that would be um, an injustice. I thought that would be unfair on, on you guys, the, my audience, the people that are supporting me, the people that I've told I'm going to be doing um, this training today, um, last night. Um, and I think that all comes back down to um, the the fear the fear of really fully expressing myself and being vulnerable on camera being vulnerable to you guys uh, and just holding my hands up and saying hey I don't know it all I don't have all the answers I still feel scared at times I still feel nervous um, I've done tons of live videos tons of um, recorded videos I've done uh, talks, uh, presentations, yet still when I come to the actual part where I'm going to start addressing my audience and start talking about it, I still get nervous, you know, and I think that some people believe that <clears throat> those of us that are online, that are uh, influencers, and I wouldn't call myself an influencer because my platform isn't big enough yet, um, but I think that, <laughs> that there is this assumption that we don't have any issues, that we don't have any problems, and that we're confident in our life all the time. And that's quite simply not true. It's not the case. Um, so I want to be re real and I want to be vulnerable with you guys. And I want to share with you really what's helped me to start improving what I call self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, or self-love. Because this is an issue that, you know, someone can have everything in their life. They can have the ideal partner, the, the, the best possible relationship you can think of. 
They can have the, the, the dream career, the dream business. They can have the best physique, you know. They can have all of these things in their life externally, but they can still feel unhappy. They can still feel unfulfilled. And that is because of self-confidence. It is because of not having enough self-love. And unfortunately, this isn't something that we are taught how to, to do. It's not something that you know, that we're given any knowledge on, like nobody ever asks us in school, hey, who are you, Jodine Bryson? Or who, who are you, whoever you are out there watching or listening to this training? You know, what is your purpose in life? What, what are you here to do? You know, what, what makes you unique? When do we ever get asked these questions? Like, you might have been asked these questions, but I'm pretty sure that the majority of people haven't. Um, I know that I was never asked those questions. But I started asking myself that those kind of questions from, from a young, uh, young age. Um, I spent a lot of time on my own as a child, which I'm not going to talk about too much today because it's not all about me. Um, if you are interested in learning more about me, then go check out my uh, personal YouTube channel. Um, just search Jodine Bryson. But yeah, so having that, <coughs> having that self-love, having that self-confidence isn't something that we're, we're taught. So it's something that we have to learn. It's something that we have to, to explore. Um, and, and that's what I've been doing for the past few years. So in today's training, in today's video or on today's podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, I'm going to be talking to you about the four pillars of core confidence. Now, if you haven't switched off already, thank you so much for joining me. Please give this video um, a like. Let me know in the comments if confidence is something that has affected you in your life. Um, and yeah, just generally let me know how you're doing. I, I really appreciate all of you out there that are watching it, watching or listening. It really, really does mean so much to me. Even just have one person listening or watching my, uh, my videos. So let's get into it. The four pillars of core confidence. Now I've already talked to you about why it's important. You know, it's so important to have self-love, to have self-confidence. But most people, most of us don't really know what it is. All right. And it's, it's really about understanding that we have value. All right. That we have self-worth and we are worthy. Because if we don't believe that we are worthy on a fundamental level, then it's going to be very difficult for us to achieve things in life that are going to make us feel happy and feel fulfilled because we're not going to believe that we deserve them. So we're going to put ourselves in situations where we get what we feel that we deserve, right? So if we want to achieve more in life, if we want to have more fulfillment in the things that we do, if we want people to love us more, to give us more attention, you know, to show us more respect, whatever, we have to, we have to raise our levels of self-worth, all right? And the four pillars are going to help you to do that. So the first um, pillar of core confidence is purpose. 
Now, many people in life go through life as if they don't have any purpose. You know, they're just pretty much um, winging it, right? <laughs> and, you know, it, it, when, when we're winging it, when we haven't got any direction, when, when we haven't got any purpose, <laughs> we, we become slaves to our emotions. We come, become slaves to external pressure and to external expectations. We become slaves to, to our opinions and to our views and to our beliefs. When we have a purpose, a life's purpose, and we truly understand what that purpose is, then, you know, you are operating at a completely different level to, to the majority of people. Because what you're doing in your life is focused. It has direction. It has purpose. And so all the decisions that you're making in your life come into relation to, to your purpose. So you're deciding, is this going to help me to, um, to reach my purpose? Is this, is this aligned with my purpose? Or is this just a distraction? Is this um, going to stop me from reaching um, my purpose? Um, and the reason that I'm sharing this with you, I'm not trying to say that I'm spiritually enlightened or awakened and that I'm at this this level and you guys aren't that isn't the purpose of the the purpose the purpose of this uh this uh training but what I am saying is that at times in my life I have um not been on purpose um although I've I've always well from from uh, the age of 16 I really enjoyed coaching and I'll get on to how to actually find your purpose in just a moment. <clears throat> but I really enjoyed coaching and that's something that I've done for over 10 years. And although I've already, already always had like a pretty clear purpose on, as in, in terms of what I want to do in my life and what I want to achieve, it wasn't deep enough. It wasn't emotionally and spiritually deep enough for me to, to take action. All right, so the last five years I've really been procrastinating on moving forward procrastinating on my dreams because fundamentally I didn't actually believe that it was um, possible um, and more onto that I didn't believe that I deserved those those dreams and that got, comes back down to my my past my childhood which I'm not going to go into today but I'm sure there's all of you listening out there have had situations, circumstances, you know, you've had difficulties in, in your life, in your past. Maybe your, you know, your parents separated when you were young or, or maybe you experienced some trauma or, or abuse or, or bullying or, you know, failed missed opportunities or, or maybe you weren't shown the, the, the love and attention that, that you needed when you were young. Whatever it is, you know, we all have our baggage from the past. And a lot of that stops us from moving forward um, into the future. Um, and deciding on a purpose that's actually going to enrich our lives 
um, and make us feel amazing, make us feel full of joy and full of happiness. <clears throat> and one of the one of the ways to to find more purpose in in your life is to to really discover your passion because your passion will kind of drive you in a direction towards your purpose even if you don't get there immediately like obviously as I was saying for me I've been coaching since the age of 16 but you know it's only like in the last kind of couple of months I'd say that I've really started to go hard on on really what I'm trying to achieve in life um, and a lot of that is because of fear it's fear of moving forward it's fear of rejection it's fear of being judged it's even fear of success fear of not knowing what that's going to feel like um, and I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with me if you can then smash that like button on this video um, let me know in the comments if that resonates with you so we don't move forward because because we are afraid all right but if we have that passion and we keep working on that passion we devote time energy towards that passion then eventually we're going to feel like we're in a place where we trust that thing all right and i trust my ability to coach because it's something that i have done for over 10 years in my life all right i trust my ability to show up and do a live training for all of you guys because i've done this many many times before um, and although I've never done it on this sort of level, streaming it to, you know, multiple different places, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, although I haven't done it on that sort of level, I've, I've done a lot of this stuff, kind of stuff in the past. And ultimately, I know that this is just one step forward. It's, it's one step closer towards where I want to be in life which is someone who is consistently uh, providing value for my audience and helping them to uh, helping you guys to improve your confidence uh, and well-being because it's something that's affected me so much and something that I know I can help all of you guys with as well so finding your passion exploring your passion is so important and if you don't really know what your passion is yet, then you have plenty of time to discover what it is that you like doing. Think about what you enjoyed doing when you were a child. Think about what your traits are, what your natural tendency are, tendencies are, what you're, what you're drawn to. Like if you're quite a creative person, then maybe you might want to try stuff like art, you might want to try stuff like design. Um, you know, that can, that can lead to lots of different things. You know, there's lots of things that, are, that involve those things. Um, and you just got to uh, devote your time to exploring those things. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I know that a lot of you guys out there, you'll be working nine to five jobs. Uh, maybe you'll be working even more than that. And maybe you feel like you don't have the time to, um, divert to your passion. But what I can tell you is that if you don't divert time to your passion, that you that you will never find your purpose. And if you don't ever find your purpose, then you know your experience in in this life is gonna be at best like good. 
It's never going to be great or extraordinary without a purpose because you need your purpose to to have a sense of fulfillment um, and and ultimately happiness too. So that was the first pillar of core confidence. Let me know in the comments section below if if you feel like you have a purpose. Um, I'd love to know what you feel your purpose is in life. Um, uh, I always enjoy hearing and uh, seeing other people achieve their dreams, um, achieve their success, and that's really what's kind of motivated me to to keep going on this journey is seeing other people that are in similar positions to me, you know, online uh, teaching or coaching or just sharing great content. You know, that's something that I've always looked up to, something I've always wanted to do, and just by um, Focusing on those people, you know, that's encouraged me to do the same. So, with the same same applies for you guys. I, I really want to hear your uh, what your dreams are, what you feel your purpose is. Okay, so <clears throat> the second pillar of core confidence is principles, right? So we all want to believe that we are a good person, you know, and. Being a good person is something that's obviously highly regarded in today's society. If you aren't a good person, if you aren't someone who um, people like, um, people think is, is, uh, is a nice, kind person, then you're going to get demonized in today's society. Even though we know that there are a lot of people that aren't actually good people, um, and I, I use the term good in quote on quotes because for me there is literally no uh, there is no person who is completely good and no person who is completely bad. But when I say there are you know there are a lot of people that aren't good people, I mean that they're they're selfish. You know they they act on their own self interest um, and you know they make decisions that affect a lot of people negatively. Um, and don't care, and you know, there's you know, there's quite a few people in the world that are like that, um, <clears throat> and they get demonised, quite rightly so, when um, when they come across this way. But a lot, a lot of people uh, are secretly like this. Um, they we pretend all to be very good, to be very nice, to be very kind. But a lot of us, including myself, are judging. You know, we are judging on the background. We're judging other people. I, I, a good example today was I was at the gym and I was looking at this guy and he was he was quite skinny and I was thinking, oh, I'm I'm bigger than this guy. Like I I've got more muscle. And you know, we we all do this, whether we're doing it on a conscious or subconscious level. We're always judging, we're always comparing ourselves to other people and comparing whether we are better or worse than them and, and where we fit in, in the hierarchy. Um, and that is something that we're taught to do because human beings, we're naturally, we're very competitive. All right? That's how we have built this society is, is based on competition and competition uh, there is incentive, there is reward for being first. There are, there are rewards for being the best at things, right? 
So if I'm not the best confidence coach out there, um, or if I'm not one of the best, then I, I won't get the rewards as someone, uh, compared to someone who's not one of the best, right? Now, <laughs> I mean that on a very general term because now we've changed to uh, certain, in certain roles in certain industries, yeah, it's, it's about um, your popularity, especially on social media. So you can be an influencer and not really know what the hell you're on about, but you can still get the rewards um, that you want in your life. You can still get the likes, you can still get the comments, you can still get the money, you can still get the customers, but you might not necessarily be very good at what you do. Now, I digress a little bit there, but what I'm, what I, the point that I was trying to, to make there is that we have this idea that we have to be, to be good, to be kind, to be nice. Um, and a lot of the time it isn't authentic. So if we are judging people behind closed doors in our mind, we are judging people, but we're being nice, we're being kind to their face, then that obviously isn't very authentic. And as I said, the second pillar of core confidence is principles. So if you're wanting to improve your confidence, you have to really start being honest with yourself about the way that you're showing up in the world. <clears throat> Are you being honest with yourself? Honest about the things that you want in your life? Are you taking action? Are you working towards those things? Or are you procrastinating like I was? You know, are you are you do you actually care about people? Are you showing that you care about people? Or, you know, are you just in fact saying, expressing that you care about people, but showing something completely different, right? Are you being empathetic towards people? Are, are you actually engaging yourself? Are you listening? Are you trying to understand how they feel? Or, you know, are you, are you actually kind of, you know, saying that, saying that you're listening, but you're not really listening. You're listening to, to respond. You're listening to give advice and you're actually trying to shut down their emotions. Now, there, there are seven or eight key principles um, that I talk about in my ebook, uh, which you can go and download at www.strongmindedcoaching.com. And a few of those are empathy, compassion, honesty, integrity, responsibility, you know, there, there are a few things that should, should really guide, um, guide our life, guide the way that we are living our life. And when that uh, pillar is strong, when it is, um, uh, you know, when it is stable, what it means is that we show up, we take action, even when it's uncomfortable. You know, like I've said tonight, I, I didn't really feel into it tonight. Um, I had a bit of a tough day. I was crying a little bit earlier. Um, and one of my biggest flaws, one of my biggest downfalls in life has been allowing myself to, um, to give up, right? To make excuses, to, to not show up when I need to. Um, and because of that, you know, that reduces... Um, the ability of other people, my audience, my clients, my family, my friends to trust me. 
Um, I don't know if any of you guys can resonate at all with that, right? But <clears throat> we all do it, you know, we all make mistakes, but it's about holding ourselves to a higher standard. Remember, a higher standard of ourselves increases our self-worth, increases what we're going to get on the outside, uh, not only in terms of uh, materialism, like, uh, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend or physique or finances, but also our fulfillment, you know, how we're seeing those things. All right. So that is the second pillar of core confidence is to uh, develop those principles and make sure that you uh, stick to those principles within your life. Now, the third pillar of core confidence is personality. If you're still with me, guys, if you're watching, give this uh, video uh, a like, comment down below um, what you found valuable so far. So yeah, the third pillar of core confidence is personality. Now, many of us get stuck in an identity, in a personality, based upon who we were as children, right? So for me, I was always, um, not always, but I spent a lot of time alone when I was a child. So you would have thought that I would be quite reserved, quite shy. And there are elements to my personality that, yes, they are like that. But when I would go to school, I was actually quite popular. I was actually quite sociable. Um, and that's because I was, uh, you know, I was chucked into environments where I had to be quite social from, from an early age. <clears throat> but in the background, I was actually quite shy, you know, I'm actually quite a shy, reserved person when you get to know me. Um, even though I'm always showing up on camera, doing YouTube videos, doing that, this, that and the other, when it comes to actually letting people into my heart, you know, showing people how I actually feel, being um, proactive in showing people, you know, that I care and stuff like that. I'm actually quite shy. I'm quite reserved. Um, and, and that is because I spent a lot of time on my own as a child. Um, so I guess, guys, for you, you got to think back to your childhood and what you were like as a child and think about is is my personality much different from what I was like when I was a child or is it pretty much the same? Now, because I, I was forced into social situations from, from an early age when I was actually quite shy and quite quiet, it, it meant that I developed a dual personality, let's say, and I'm actually a Gemini, so I don't know if you guys are into astrology or talk at all, but it's basically the twins. So uh, you know, you, on one on one side, on one twin, you have someone who's very sociable, very extroverted, very expressive, very creative, and then you have the other twin, which is very introverted, very analytical, very rational, sometimes a bit cold. Um, and very, you know, uh, spends a lot of time alone. Now, I have both of these things within my personality. 
whether it's because of my experience as a child or whether it's because of my star sign or whatever, you know, for me, I've always had that experience of, um, of having a very diverse personality, right? Because I had to adapt as a, as a child. I had to adapt to fit in. I had to adapt um, because that was, um, you know, what was required of me in the situation. And I think that really goes back to the fact that I, as a child, I believed that I had to be perfect, you know, I, I believe that I couldn't make any mistakes. And I wanted to be good. I wanted to be perfect. I was always very driven. Um, and, you know, the, the way that I was, was raised was to always uh, try to reach high standards. And sometimes those standards have, have been too high. Sometimes they have been impossible for, for me to meet. But what that... Um, you know, what that can do is that it can uh, force you to try to uh, to be perfect in, in your life. And there is no such thing as perfect. All right. We all know that from a uh, conscious level. But subconsciously, we can avoid doing things because we don't want to appear to not be perfect, appear to not know what we're doing and that is the reason why a lot of us don't try new things you know we don't explore uh, new opportunities new avenues because we're worried that we're not going to excel in that thing we're not going to know what we're doing we're not going to be competent and we're not going to be confident all right but what is so important for us to realize is that life is a journey of learning all right, and if we em embrace that mindset where we just throw ourselves into things um, that are going to help us to broaden our mind in some way or are going to broaden our identity, you know, that can be so powerful. You know, so for me, <clears throat> I've done lots of different uh, jobs, um, employed jobs um, since the age of 16. You know, I've worked in cafes, I've worked in restaurants. I've worked in bars, I've worked um, doing sales, uh, I've worked in schools, I've worked uh, as a swimming teacher, I've worked as a football coach, um, I've worked online doing mindset coaching, I've, I've done network marketing, you know the list goes on in terms of things that I've done to make money. I've also lived in different places, you know I've lived in Birmingham, I've lived, lived in Loughborough, I've lived in Cambridge, I've lived in Malaga, Spain you know, and a lot of that goes back to the fact that I traveled a lot as a child. I, I, I went, I went abroad quite a lot and I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed that my parents uh, were able to afford to do that. But what it did for me is it gave me an experience of being in a different culture, in a different environment where you have to step into a different part of yourself. And all of these parts exist already within us all right it's about exploring uh, it's about finding those parts and it's about developing those parts uh, through different opportunities you know through be different being in different environments through trying new skills through um, trying uh, you know trying new activities uh, and a lot of it goes back to 
the the idea that we have a um we have a, a personality or an identity something that's set in stone uh, and a big factor on that is gender okay a lot of things are deemed to be masculine or feminine you know so if you go and do ballet for example then the stereotype is that <clears throat> and this is if you're a guy the stereotype is that you're gay or you're you're very feminine or you know all of these kind of stereotypes around doing certain things certain activities can can sometimes put us off if we don't have uh, much confidence and if we don't have the right social support and a lot of it as as I've said already goes back to our parenting it goes back to you know what our father was like and what our mother was like now <laughs> this probably doesn't surprise you but I had I've had quite a I would say um, masculine mother um, and quite a feminine father now that doesn't mean that my dad isn't isn't masculine he is masculine right um, <clears throat> and it doesn't mean that my mother isn't feminine right but stereotypically some of the things that they do like my dad is very much into art he's very much into into cooking um, whereas my mum is very much into football she's into sports she's into tennis you know and, and the stereotype of, uh, of 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 what the mum does and what the dad does didn't really exist in my household um, and that was really the model for me to go out into into the world and to not feel like I have to do a certain thing to be accepted or to to get validation and that's actually been quite a big problem for me, for me in my life because I am so, so diverse because I do I can try my th a hand at anything pretty much and a lot of people see that um, and they think oh this guy he must be so confident right and it was so agonizing because they didn't know that I had no self-love I had no self-worth no self-respect and and whilst I was appearing to be very confident on the outside I actually didn't have very much confidence on the inside uh, and that's that's the important thing to remember so when you look at other people when you compare yourselves to other people and what they're doing in their lives you have to remember that you don't have a fucking clue what's going on inside of their minds they might be miserable they might be depressed they might be dealing with really hard stuff um, that you're not necessarily dealing with right and I think that's that's such an important thing to to realize and to remember because you know we're fundamentally we're all human beings we all have value um, and it's just about stepping out of your comfort zone and, and trying new things and thank god we're living now in a society where you know the, we're breaking down these stereotypes you know we we've got big movements that you know like i i sometimes bash the lgbtqt movement um i'm not going to go into why but i think they're doing great jobs in terms of um you know breaking down the bra barriers breaking down the stigma of, of being gay and that becoming more socially acceptable um same kind of thing when it comes to black lives matter and you know white people fighting for equality um, and fairness when it comes to how black people are treated you know I think all of these things are awesome and amazing because it brings us together 
um, as people and it helps us to realize that yes I can be I can be feminine one minute one minute I can be sensitive I can be emotional I can be vulnerable but the next minute I can be tough I can be strong I can be aggressive even I can be competitive you know we don't have to try to fit in we don't have to uh, align to a certain stereotype of how we believe that we need to act right and I think that's an amazing and awesome thing so the more that you exp- uh, explore that the more uh, things that you do in your life that are going to help you to broaden your personality the better with that being said guys I think it's also really important to know your fundamental personality, uh, the things that bring you value into your life, uh, and what makes you unique, what makes you stand out from other people in the crowd. So for me, I would say that I'm fundamentally, like, I'm a sensitive person. I'm very kind. Um, I can be... I, I can't I'm I'm very driven and very ambitious and that sometimes can come across as a little bit um narcissistic. Um, um so 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 I have my good qualities. I, I I guys I want you to think about five qualities that you uh possess uh and share them in the comment section below. Um if you're what if you're listening on Spotify obviously you can't do that, but think of five five key traits you think that you Um, that you hold and then think about how those traits might lead into negativity so uh, let's for any give an example so for me I am I'm I'm an extremely kind person you know the you know my family my friends will know this but I can also be so kind to the point where I'm not honest with people because I don't want to hurt their feelings or um I can get sick of people, I can disconnect, I can um, push them away because, um, because I, again, because I'm sensitive and um, because, you know, it hurts sometimes the way that people treat me, whether they're doing it on a, then most of the time, most people, they're not trying to hurt you, you know, they're just living their life, they're doing the best thing they can do, but I'm, you know, I'm very sensitive and I can get hurt very easily. So um, sometimes I can pretend to be tough when actually, you know, I'm hurting. And, um, you know, we go back to the facts that I've already said today. It was like I had quite a tough day. It was quite a bad day, but I still wanted to show up to you guys um, and provide value for you. Um, so it's, it's not like I'm preaching to you guys how to be confident because I'm already at the peak. Right, I'm. This is stuff that I'm working on constantly. It's stuff that I'm working on right now. I'm working through with all of you guys. Um, so yeah, think about five traits that define you as a person. Think about how they might become um, downfalls if you don't, uh, if they're not balanced, um, and just be conscious of that in inside your life. Be conscious of when you're. Um, you know, being, let's say, too kind and you're you're allowing yourself to become a pushover when you need to stand up for yourself and be honest, when you need to um, show people empathy and show people compassion. Just be aware of those things.
So the fourth pillar of core confidence is perspective. Okay, now you're all watching this um, this video or you're listening to it on Spotify and you're listening or you're watching through a device, you're watching it through um, whatever device that you're, <laughs> that you're holding on your hand or you're watching from. Now, even to be in this position where uh, you have this device already is a privilege, right? But to have access to this kind of content, um, and I'm not saying my content is, is amazing or anything like that, but that the fact that you have uh, decided to come and have a look at this content means that you're interested in self-help. It, it means that you're interested in personal development. And because of that, you are already in a privileged position because the majority of people never make it this far. They will never make it towards listening or watching this kind of content and improving their lives. So I want you to know that. I want you to really to, to gather a sense of gratitude that you are here, that you are learning about this sort of stuff. Even if it is uncomfortable, even if it brings up uncomfortable emotions for you, you know, you are in this position and you're in a position that the majority of people wouldn't be in. So I want you to give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back, but I also want you to uh, to remember how lucky you are um, for, the fact that, for the fact that you are here. And I think this is really important because you know, we all, we're all on social media um, and regardless of how much time you spend on social media, you're going to see a lot of stuff popping up that's going to make you feel inadequate, that's going to make you feel like you're not enough. You know, whether you're on Instagram and you're seeing all these amazing photos from people that seem to be living epic lives, or whether it is you're, you know, you're scrolling through Facebook and you keep getting pop-ups, people that are paying for ads that are saying, yeah, I've, I've made a million dollars this year and I can help you to do the same. You, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Uh, I don't need to explain it too much. Um, but, you know, being on social media, it, it makes us compare ourselves uh, to other people all the time and it forces us to feel like we are lacking something in our life. Um, and it causes us to keep searching for more, searching for more external gratification, more validation. Uh, it sends us away from our heart, from our soul and from developing our self-worth uh, and sends us towards ego. So we constantly feel like we need to have a better body, have a better business, finances, you know, have a better relationship. And the thing is, is that we're, if we're constantly uh, searching outside of ourselves for confidence, for happiness, for fulfillment, we're never going to find it because the ego is never full. It's never satisfied. It always, always, always wants more. And that's why I've decided to to really go on a social media detox, to spend at least 30 days just not going on Facebook, not going on Instagram, not going on TikTok and YouTube and checking how many likes I'm getting and comments and 
all the rest of it uh, and just focusing on on other aspects of of my life focusing on my social life and um, building uh, building connections or focusing on on my website and getting some great content onto there or focusing on on reading you know we've all been blessed in a certain way even if you haven't enjoyed this uh, the pandemic the lockdown period i'm sure many of you have struggled just as i have um but we have been blessed with the fact that we've had a lot of time to spend on our on our own a lot of time spending reflecting and being introspective and i feel like that is such a blessing because i've definitely learned stuff um in the past few months that i might not have learned if i wasn't in this position i might not even be doing this live training for you all today guys um if the pandemic lockdown hadn't happened so with that being said i think it's really important that we that we keep reflecting we keep learning uh we keep being introspective um and obviously it's a balance you know it's not it's not necessarily healthy to spend all all of your time all day ruminating you know there are things that that practically uh, we need to do to uh, to live our life you know we do need to to go to work and make a living we do need to um look after our our physical health you know we do need to feed ourselves we can't just be sitting there all day like the buddha well we could be uh if if you're in tibet and you're listening or watching to this um uh, shout out to you guys out there if you are meditating all day and that i think that would be awesome as well um but the majority of people obviously guys the majority of us are living in a western society where <clears throat> you're not really going to be able to function uh if you're meditating all day so this brings back brings me back to what i was saying about the fact i'm uh going on a social media detox uh, and the reason that I've decided to do that is because for the last five years, I've put a lot of content out there. Um, I've got to the point where I just kind of I felt like I'm d doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Um, even though, you know, I've made changes, I've started like doing YouTube and uh, various other things. You know, a part of me just thought that, you know, me showing up today didn't really matter that uh, even if I had a few few people watching, it wouldn't really make any difference to my business. But then, you know, ultimately, I decided to show up and and give value because I think it's really important that you um, you follow through on on your promises and what you say that you're going to do. <clears throat> but you know, I was thinking that I was just going to put out a video saying, "Hey guys, look, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not going to do the the, the training today." Um, I'm coming off social media for 30 days um, to look after my mental health. But then I thought, why not do both? You know, don't uh, don't give in to your excuses. Don't give in to your fear. Um, you know, I didn't feel amazingly confident about the training that I was going to deliver today. Um, but, you know, we're not always going to feel that amazing. We're not always going to feel that confident. Um, and it's kind of just by showing up sometimes and uh, learning how you can improve things. You know, you don't learn if you don't do the thing, right? <clears throat> but yeah, I will be taking some time off social media um, just to work on myself, to work on other areas of my life. 
Um, and, you know, I'd highly recommend, guys, that you think about your usage of social media and whether it brings value to your life or whether it makes your life worse. Um, because for me, makes me so have so much more anxiety, so much more social anxiety. Um, so recently I've been putting out a lot of YouTube content and I've been posting uh, my videos in lots of different Facebook communities and I've been receiving quite a lot of criticism, quite a lot of abuse. Um, those of you that follow me on Instagram, uh, if you don't already, in my hash, uh, my tag is at Strong Minded Joe. You know, I post a lot of um, topless photos on there, shirtless uh, photos, uh, and I do that to to inspire people, to motivate people. Obviously, sometimes it is nice to to receive the attention as well. I'm not going to lie, but I also get a lot of un um, undesired attention, sexual attention mainly from guys, but also sometimes from from women too. And I get this on my Facebook, I get this on my Instagram. And that can be tough because you don't want it, right? And some of you out there, you might think that it's, you know, that I should be, um, I should be grateful and to a certain extent I am, but it can also get a little bit annoying. And when you're getting it all the time, time after time after time it does start to you know it does start to drain you drain you and your energy another thing another reason why I wanted to come off social media is because um, I get a lot of messages every single day from from lots of people who want to reach out you know they want to become friends with me and I find it difficult because I want to I genuinely I, I love people I care about people. I want to be friends with everyone. I would love to do that, but my energy does not allow that. You know, I can't give hundred percent to thousands and thousands of people. You know, it's just not realistic. It's not possible. Um, and so, when people come in, come onto my uh, Facebook Messenger, for example, and I don't know them personally. You know, I've never met them in my t entire life, and they're wanting to build a friendship with me. You know, that, that can be quite difficult um, because, you know, I don't want to turn this person away. I don't want to be a dick. But at the same time, you know, I can't inv really invest in a friendship, in invest energy into that right now. And, and also, it's you know, I don't I don't really find so much value in online relationships, even though I've got a few good friends who I have met online. Shout out to any of you guys if you, you are listening or watching. Um, but on the whole, you know, I, I much prefer to spend time with people in person. I'm not the biggest of talkers, as I already said in this training. I'm quite a shy, reserved person, and I much prefer being active. I much prefer doing things with people um, and being in social environments with people. Um, I don't really like too much one-on-one -on -one pressure. A lot of the time, I feel like that leads into me doing coaching or being being the therapist um, and put me into a position that I don't really want to, to be in. So <clears throat> that's a little bit of a rationale, a, a reason as to why um, I'm going to be spending less time online. Um, but that wraps up the, the training and that wraps up the fourth pillar 
of core confidence, which was uh, which was to have perspective. Um, and obviously, the reason I was talking about social media is it is because it can it can warp our perception of reality. Um, it can make us feel like we need to be better than what we are. It makes us feel like we're inadequate when actually there is a lot of stuff in our life that we can be grateful for. Remember, I brought you back to the fact that you were holding a device that you're that you're on this chaining. You know, it's it's all about having gratitude. And um, in our life, we need to be conscious. We need to be consciously aware of the things that are making us feel inadequate and not enough versus the things that are building us up, making us feel better about ourselves, making us feel loved and making us feel worthy. Now, I'm so grateful for any of you guys out there who stuck around to watch um, to the end of this training. Um, I'd love to know in the comments section if you're on YouTube or on Facebook um, what you found to be particularly valuable. Um, I look forward to bringing you some podcast episodes with guests um, in the next couple of weeks. I will be posting these onto YouTube and onto Facebook as well. Even though I said I'm going on a detox, you know, I will still be posting um posting some content um but that's all from me guys thank you for watching or listening um and just to let you know guys that i have a four-week confidence course that is now available to purchase on my website it's on offer right now for 200 dollars, and what it involves is going through each of these pillars uh, and seeing how it relates to you and your life. Now, I know that I've talked quite a lot about myself and my own life. Obviously, I don't know you guys watching. You all have or listening. You all have a different story, different experiences, um, and you have different desires, different goals, and the rest of it. So as much as learning on a training or listening to podcasts or reading books is really great, there's nothing quite like sitting across from someone and actually having them help you and make their, um, you know, their advice, their guidance very specific to you and your problems and your situation. So if that sounds like someone, um, if that sounds like you, if, if that sounds like uh, something you'd be interested in, if you're wanting to improve your self-confidence, then go visit my website or... Um, get into contact with me on on Facebook. I will be uh, responding to messages, um, uh, you know, whenever I log into Facebook through my, um, you know, through my laptop. Or send send me a a WhatsApp uh, message. Um, some of you, I will leave my WhatsApp number for you guys in the Brotherhood that are watching this training. But for all the rest of you guys, thank you for watching. Hope you have an amazing day. This was the Strong Minded Podcast with Jodine Bryson and I look forward to speaking to you all very soon.